Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to a brand new episode this week. I am really excited to be back for another exhilarating show. The last, say maybe about past two weeks, have been super busy. Hence why there was not a new episode last week. I just got so jammed up with work that, you know, that always takes priority over everything else needless to say you know i gotta i gotta pay the bills somehow so i can't you know i cannot neglect that in the least so but i'm glad that's taken care of and i'm continuing to move forward and catching up with everything else and this is actually Going back to that series that I announced a few years ago that I was doing regarding reviewing these rock concerts that I've attended to. And it's very fitting because we're just now starting to see a lot of these shows be announced and start popping up again. Amidst this whole COVID-19 pandemic, I believe it, it is time to start getting back to some type of, you know previous life that we used to have it's not going to be immediate but it, it has to happen you know a lot of these bands and touring entities haven't done anything for almost a year almost a year to the day and you know it, I have to say it, it has to suck completely if you're a musician even if you're a top level artist you know that has money stashed away and saved up you really got to feel for that you know i've become a musician and these bands that just go from check to check just trying to make it trying to make ends meet it sucks but that's the reality and a lot of them have opted to get regular jobs and you know just do some side jobs you know getting doing sessions and giving music lessons you know, repairing instruments, working at music stores, whatever it is that you have to do, doing live stream shows, whatever it is that you have to do to keep moving forward. You can't just get stuck, you know, in a rut, just doing nothing. So I really want to finish this series up for the next couple episodes that we only have maybe, let's see, one, two, I have my list here still my little notepad to help me so it's one two three four five six so by the time i finish this i think we're gonna see a lot more shows be more prominent in the area given the fact that we do live in texas I'm starting to see a lot of these shows be announced as the days go by. But needless to say, we're going back to the year 2015. It was a very, very interesting year for me. Just a little background. 2015 was the year I first started working for the department I'm currently working for, for Harris County. And... This was right at the beginning, so February, February the 2nd, 
2015. It was the day after the Super Bowl. Whatever Super Bowl that was, I honestly don't remember. I think the Steelers were in that game. But that's beside the point. 2015. Yeah, so that was the the first year I started working. And when I'm telling you all, everything that transpired was what led me to where I'm at today as far as paying dues and and I was already paying dues the year prior so this was also an interesting year because it was my last semester of being at uh, university at U of H downtown it was really a matter of time for me to finally you know for me to graduate I could have graduated the semester prior if I really wanted to it was just a matter of me just it wasn't just taking my time it was just honestly if if I could if I could have I would have gone back and started my basic fundamental classes at a community college and then continue on through the summer taking summer classes I didn't start taking summer classes till like junior year to catch up and I mean it was still a decent fair amount of time that I made through but I made it during that time I was still working for the school newspaper at U of H downtown as well as trying to incorporate some type of podcast for it which worked out to our favor worked out in my favor I think I've told this story numerous times as to how I got into this and I'll probably revisit it somewhere down the road I know, so it was juggling a full-time job. My three remaining classes that I had for college, which were all online, and still working for the newspaper. You know, amidst trying to have a social life, which was very, you know, very minimal. I was still out and about doing things, but that quickly, I quickly realized that that was going to have to take a back seat to whatever it was that I was doing. And it sort of did because for the type of work that I did, you really have no social life. I This was when I started working out out in Seabrook. So for those of you who don't know, I... We used to work out in Seabrook for between 2015 and 2018. I was working out there as a detention officer, later promoted to probation officer, which is what I'm still am today. Different title nowadays, but same thing. Anyways, I, I quickly started to notice like, man, there's a lot of things that I really want to keep doing, but I just can't do them anymore. Whatever free time I thought I had, that was just gone. It had to, I had to really buckle down and really go for it. Because sooner or later, I was going to graduate. Sooner or later, I was still going to apply for a job. So I said, you know what, let's just go for it. Get Jump right into the mix. Needless to say, I graduated. And I still had my full-time job. And I was able to advance within a year to where I wanted to be. 
I am going to revisit a lot of these stories and experiences on a future podcast with fellow co-workers and friends, you know, because I, I met a lot of good people down there. I still keep in touch with a lot of them to this day. So that's going to be a full episode in itself because, I mean, the best of times were had down there. And I met a couple people that I've, you know, that have since passed. They used to work there with me and, you know, it sucks that they're no longer with us, but, you know, try to keep their memory alive. But going down the rabbit hole of these shows that I went, managed to be able to go to, oddly enough, because I was working, the schedule I had, I was working, let's see, trying to remember, I, I can't believe I'm already forgetting this. So I was working, I was off Sundays and Mondays. That's what it was. Very hard to be taking time off when you don't have any time accumulated. So you have to accumulate that time. Well, lucky for me, the shows I was going to weren't taking place until May, August, and September, which worked out perfectly for me be able to request that time in advance and I got really lucky in getting those days off because it was just one day I was really asking for really and the first the first tour that I the first concert that I went to for 2015 also happened to be my last for this band which was Rush for their 40th anniversary live tour took place on Wednesday, May the 20th, 2015. I didn't care if they played during the week. I was taking the day off and I was going to see them because they will, I knew this was going to be the last time. You really don't know, but in reality, this was the last time that I ever saw this band and never to be seen again because unfortunately, drummer Neil Peart passed away last year. Thus ending any type of hope for a one-off show for this band or something of that capacity the tour was very self-explanatory I had seen them once prior uh, which was the first time that I saw them live uh, I think this was the Time Machine tour back in 20, 2010 and that show in itself was amazing because they played moving pictures from start to finish and like I said this show was very this show was very self-explanatory in the sense that it was almost a retrospective they were going backwards the way they had the stage set up and the, the set list they played everything that was current and they just went back and they finished off with a song from their first album. How cool is that? What 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 other band has done that? Needless to say the set list was great. The show was great. I had we had really good seats. I think I went with my dad, my brother that time. Somebody else, I forget, but 
we had great seats at the Toyota Center and the sound was great for what what they had I mean wow Rush was one of those bands that you just have to see live because they just it was just three guys they brought it all for three guys to be able to make that much good of music it's insane and I'm not gonna go into what's going on today because that's not the whole point of this you know anybody including myself can sit here and rant and rave about how bad music is today but it's always been like that there's never been a decade where there hasn't been any there hasn't been any bad music there's always been bad stuff out there there's always been good stuff out there any genre across the board doesn't matter I'm not just talking about rock in specific, but I could get into that down the road again. The next show took place Saturday, May 23, 2015 at the House of Blues. This one was a very special show for me and that will always live on in my memory because... May 23, 2015 was also the same day that I graduated from U of H downtown. It all just kind of played out in my favor, kind of like a, I guess you could say a graduation present for myself. That day was a very busy day. I remember the night before, I think I slept late. I had to wake up early and nobody woke me up early. You know, that old thing. Been waking up on your own since, you know, since you're a teenager. Trying to get stuff done. But, man, I woke up so late that day. I think I woke up like around. I had to be there at, I think, nine, eight or nine. I must have woken up like at seven. Or, I mean, needless to say, I was running late. But never to worry. Graduation was at Mendemade. At Minute Maid Park, so. Minute Maid Park's not that far from where I live, so I just got dressed, slapped on some hair gel. I was already. I didn't even put my cap and gown until I got there. I think I just pulled up with my little dress shirt and my dress pants. I was ready to roll. And have you ever been to graduations? It's almost like an all-day thing. You know, you get there, you're waiting for... And it's changed since then. I think they split split the colleges up now. You know, just for time's sake. Because you'd spend the whole day there. Just waiting for your time. People giving their speeches and whatnot. I was just... I was just done. I was ready to get this over with. I was done. If I had it my way... All they had to do was, you know, send send me their send me the diploma through the mail or just give it let me pick it up at school and I'd be done with it. I don't need no graduation. I don't need nothing to validate that I graduated. I'm done. No parties, nothing. Nothing. We made an occasion of it, you know. We took pictures. It was really great for my parents to see me walk the stage and my Grandpa was here too. And we, I believe we went to go eat 
We went to the, yeah, we w- literally right after we went to the Hot Rock Cafe down the road to eat. And oddly enough, somebody asked me, I think it was our waitress, was asking me, hey, so did you guys like in a, celebrating a special occasion? And I was like, yeah, I just graduated from college. <laughs> I just kind of threw that in her face. And I had my ring on me because she didn't believe me. And I was like, look, I graduated. And we're getting a free dessert for that matter. So it was all working out in my favor. So so moving forward to later that night, I had already had ticket for another concert, which was going to be Slash with Fozzie. Now, most times that Fozzie's come through, I believe, with the exception of just one time I've done the VIP package meet and greet. I did it this time, which was, you know, you get everything from a poster, you can sign your CDs, whatever you have, get to meet the band. I've met him on several occasions, really great guys. And so this time they were opening for Slash. Which a very interesting observation that I made. I get it, you know, Fozzie's not everybody's cup of tea. But it's a very hard sell when you're opening for a former former member of Guns N' Roses. You know, a lot of people were not into the show. Some of them were towards the end, but you know, Fozzie, if you're a band like that, if you're a band in general, you're trying to win the crowd over. Whether you accomplish that or not, you, you're going to do what you do. Because not everybody's going to like your band. Let's be honest. Especially when you're opening for somebody like Slash. Nobody's there to see you. Who are you? We're here to see Slash. We want to hear Paradise City. Sweet child of mine. Welcome to the jungle. This was Slash when he was still touring on his own before Guns N' Roses got back together. So I still managed to sneak that one in. With hoping that one day they would come together and you know reunite. I mean, what more can I say about the show, which was another great show. It was I think I had I had general admission for this one. I was standing the whole time, which as the years go by, I'm really getting now I'm really dating myself and starting to sound old. You know, those those standing room only shows, man, you can only do them for so long. If you're someone like me who loves music, you want to enjoy it. You don't want to be bumping into people or you know, trying to get a better view of all this. But at the time, it's whatever whatever I can get. You know, nowadays I can honestly say I can afford something that, you know, where I'm more comfortable. But at the time, that's all it was. I just wanted to see the show. I don't care if it was in the nosebleed section or in the rafters <laughs> or even outside the door. I don't. I really didn't care. But it shows shows you. You know, you have to have an appreciation for everything. You have to work hard to <laughs> to get that. That doesn't come easy. So, 
nevertheless, it was a great show. I have some great photos of that somewhere on my Instagram or in my, my files somewhere. Great times. Great times were had. No, I don't, you know, the whole drinking thing and partying, that's not me. I, I just, I'm just there to enjoy the show. Let's be honest. So the next show was Saturday, August the 22nd, 2015. This one was way out at the Woodlands, at the Woodlands Pavilion. Great Package Bill was Def Leppard playing with Sticks and Tesla. Now, Def Leppard had seen a couple couple of times already by this time. Only two bands I hadn't seen were Styx and Tesla. Which always always makes for me a great show because if I haven't seen the band and I know who it is, granted I'm probably probably not listening to it on rotation, but I mean come on, Styx. Especially Tesla. Tesla really really won me over. At one point, I remember my dad telling me, like, man, I remember who Tesla was. You know, I remember a lot of those songs, but it's just, you know, my dad always tells me somewhere along the way, I guess with music, he dropped off. And it usually happens like that after after you turn 30 and you get married and have kids. Kind of, For a majority of people, you kind of stop paying attention. I think for him it was a combination of both. It was that and the fact that he was around the time when all these 80s bands were around, like in the late 80s. And to him it was more more like, because he grew up in the 70s. So I can understand why he would say that. You know, he would say, you know, there was just too many bands that sounded quite the same. And it, you know, really turned him off a lot. By then, you couldn't really recognize who was who. And sometimes on the radio, they wouldn't say who it was. So he was thinking it was probably one band, and it was maybe something else. So whenever I mention a band to him, he's like, yeah, you know, if I hear the songs, I may have heard them. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll remember. And Tesla was being one of them. Sticks, of course, they back, dates back all the way to the 70s. And Def Leppard. What more can be said about Def Leppard than pyromania and hysteria? You get what you get, you know. I think prior to that, I had seen Def Leppard with Heart at the Woodlands as well. Man, it's, it almost seems like that was like a long time ago. And this is just a handful of years in the previous decade. Man, but I mean, I'm telling you, time sure does fly by. When you're busy working and doing all this other stuff, and then you reminisce and revisit all this stuff, you're like, man, I really lived for this. <laughs> and I did. You know, I saved up whatever money I could to go to a show that I, of a band that I really, really liked. There's one thing about me in, in shows. I'm not gonna go to something that I don't I don't enjoy or something that, you know, that's just to be cool and hip. That's not me. Sorry. Why waste time and money? And why get angry at myself? 
Again, the drive to the woodlands. If you've been out there, you know what that's like coming from Houston all the way over there. About a good 45-minute drive. And if you, you're you smart like me, you take the toll road. Because I am not, never again after that whole Molly Crew slash Alice Cooper concert debacle, I'm never, never not taking the toll road again. This is not something I'm not doing. Yeah, speaking of Molly Crew and Alice Cooper, we're coming up on the second time I've seen these guys. September 5th, 2015. I can tell you this, I probably could have gone on without seeing that show. It was basically the same show that I saw just a year prior to the day. But I say, you know what? Whatever. I love these bands. I'm going to go see them again because, quite honestly, who knows if they're going to come back. And they were planning to come back, but, you know, of course, this happened. And there's been no concerts for a whole year, so kind of glad that I did now. This one was kind of weird, though, because I think I went with a couple people. And Look, not to sound standoffish or, you know, like a prick, but... I really I really do enjoy going to these alone. If it's not going with my brother or with my family or a good buddy or two that really likes the artist or the band, I don't want other people just hanging on just because. That's just me. I'm sorry. Why am I apologizing for? That's just me. I've been to a lot of these concerts by myself in the last couple years. And I have a great time. There's been times where I've, I've asked people before and invited people and, you know, even ex-girlfriend or whatever and always blown off at the last minute. I'm like, you know what? I'm not I'm not doing this ever again. I'm just going to go on my own. I have a better time doing that. So, I mean, I can't go into specifics of the show because it's basically the same show from before. Molly Crew doing her thing and Alice Cooper doing his thing. Which leads me to my final show of 2015. And again, I started the episode with the final show of Rush that I saw. And I'm ending it with the final show that I ever saw for Van Halen. Never to be seen ever again. September 25th, 2015, I took the trek back up to the Woodlands Pavilion, and I'm telling you, this was a culmination of a lot of things. I had already seen Van Halen once before, a few years prior at the Toyota Center. Going back, doing whatever I could. I had shit seats for that show, but I was there. But this time, though, you know, that, that first time they were promoting their new, their latest album that was out at the time, and that was the last album that came out that they had. This time around, though, it almost seems like they were coming back full circle. Almost like if they knew that this was this was it. I mean, granted, there was talks of a sort of farewell tour for Van Halen in 2019. 
But of course, you had Eddie Van Halen's health issues and untimely passing last year. And just kind of threw those plans away. So, but with this show, however, in 2015, it was almost like it was almost like a full circle in a way. And I remember it so vividly, too, because I went with the whole family for this one. And just just being able to take my dad to go see them. This is a band very near and dear to his heart. It's very special. Because not only did he grow up listening to Van Halen, but he he was there when the first album came out. Not knowing who this band was. Being introduced to that and saying, holy shit, what is this? I need this. 1978, I think, man, he had to be like 16 or something like that. To have that huge impression on you as a teenager. And then going to see them live, mate, what, what, what is this, like 78, 88, 98? Like 35 years later. He never would have thought that he was going to go see them. Who are you kidding? Well, I know my dad, he's not going to go out of his way to go see a show. <laughs> unless, you know, I, unless I'm taking him. So, but man, I'm telling you, that was very, very, that was a cool show. Then you fool around with the set list. You got what you, you got what you deserved. It was just hit after hit after hit. Almost a retrospective from, because I mean, come on, they're playing with David Lee Roth. That's all they're going to play. And that's really all the, look, again, not going into the whole Roth-Hagar argument, but there really is no argument there. Two different bands, even with Gary Sharon in the ni- late 90s. So, you have you have that. I believe it was Kenny Wayne Shepard that was opening for Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen. Jesus. Van Halen. And those were, you know, imagine being taken back to a time you grew up listening to that music and then seeing it live for the first time. First and last time, no less. For myself, you know, I, I didn't get exposed to the first album till 2001. I know that's far off in between, but I remember that was the first CD that I had on my first trip to Mexico, first bus trip, July 2001. That's all I had, and we just played back and forth. I'll still play it right now at this moment because it doesn't sound dated. It still sounds as fresh as it does when it came out. So that was really a cool, cool show that I really enjoyed going to and seeing live. And you know, it's just like they say your your musical heroes start, you know, getting older. A lot of them start passing away. You can just sit there and sulk. In your own bullshit about, oh, you know, they're not going to, they're not around it, man, just, 
just pick yourself up put on whatever album they had or whatever one of your favorite albums from that artist and just listen to the music because that's all we're going to have from now on from these guys and gals and the memories you know you're fortunate i always tell people you know go to a show go see them it might be the last time you see them when this started happening i don't you know at first you're like man are concerts ever going to come back ever again especially at a large scale I have, I have really good memories of seeing Van Halen not once but twice not a lot of people can say that I've had many people tell me that they regret not going to see them live you can't live life with regrets you just gotta go for it you just gotta go see them and boom because you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. You never know how they're actually feeling. You know, a lot of these guys might not be feeling it after this pandemic is said and done. They might just, you know, get, they've gotten a little too comfortable enjoying, enjoying, you know, being inside and being locked away. And you're starting to see a lot of these major artists selling their back catalogs for a huge chunk of change. They're getting older, not getting any younger, and some of them have health issues. They gotta, you know, they want to live comfortably. I don't blame anybody in the least for doing stuff like that. Oh man, you're selling out. No, it's not selling out, man. It's their life. They decide what they want to do with it. Your body of work, you decide, you know, because you have so many health expenses that you want to, you know, you, you're in need of money and can't bear, that's all you know by any means do whatever it is that you have to do to live comfortably because after we're gone we're gone you can't be sitting there on your deathbed you know regretting oh man i should have done this so i could have a more comfortable lifestyle all the damn lear jets and all the big vacation homes and mansions and whatever bs that's you know material stuff that shouldn't dictate you know happiness or anything like that I know a lot of a lot of artists that have been happy with their work revisiting their work and say you know what yeah that was good let's move on and you know some of them keep creating they keep putting themselves out there they work in the industry and a person like me, if I would have gone through that path, I probably would have kept working in the industry, doing sessions or some type of production work, engineering, maybe doing like lessons, whatever it took to continue to be out there and keep promoting this music. I hear a lot of people complain about this shit all the time. Well, you know, the Grammys and, you know, this guy got snubbed and I'm not even getting into what happened at the Grammys because I, I honestly if if you feel a certain way about that my stance on this is don't give it any more attention than it really deserves because shame on shame on an award show like that to snub a musical icon like Eddie Van Halen and not pay 
correct tribute to him. So, you know, like I said, not any more attention is going to be given to an award show like the Grammys or like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it's all just nonsense at the end of the day. I've said it before on a previous Instagram post. I don't need award shows or inductions to Halls of Fame. I've said it for myself, including. I don't need no graduations or anything like that, even for like for work to be validated and recognized for what I already do, what I already know I can do. I don't need all that. And nobody should be chasing that. Now, whether you decide to do that, that's completely, that's all you. I'm just saying this, I I speak for myself. You know, we, we can't just sit here and waste time on how awful these award shows are. When if you know they're so awful, don't watch. Don't pay attention to it. Don't give it any more time of day than it actually deserves. Because if, you, if you're a true music fan, you know, you love and respect the music and the, the art. I don't listen to specific genres for personal reasons or just for, you know, dislike. There's not a lot of stuff I'm crazy about. I know there's good stuff out there nowadays. And I'm really glad there is. But there's also a lot of garbage too. Like there has been decade by decade. Don't get me wrong on that. But there's just there's just too much... Too much nonsense. Too much fake going on. Too much... There's no... I feel like there's no... Not enough artistry. Too many of these quote-unquote artists go up there and do what they got to do and you know they're twerking and all this other stuff and they're looking to see who lip syncs best and whatnot and that's just not something that really just it's just glosses over the whole fact that these these people are not even considered artists for what for something they did and Something that they didn't even write. That's why for all these live shows, you know, like the ones I've explained, for example, all these guys, they come up with, they came up with their stuff. You know, bands like Rush and Van Halen, they were a, they were a moment in time. Don't get me started with Rush. Three guys that wrote their own music and were very proficient in their respective instruments. Come on. They've influenced me to no end in all three instruments. I, I've, I've modeled a lot of the stuff that I try to cover. You know, I try to I try to go through some Neil Peart stuff and Getty Lee on the bass. Come on, man! Everything that I try to do on the bass is you know ripped off of him. Van Halen, come on! I know people that are not are oblivious to the history but they know they know the name they know who he is so you know i said i wasn't gonna go into it but oh well i went into it too late (laughs) so nonetheless i i really want to wrap this up by saying just that you know it's just it's a shame that it goes on but again give it no attention 
like I did and like I continue to do. I give it no attention. People hit me up and mention, oh, yeah, you know, you, you know, our maiden's getting, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame and whatever. I'm like, who cares? They obviously don't. I haven't seen a press release about that since from the band. They don't care. All they care about is their fans and their music and putting out quality product, quality shows. A show that I went to two years ago, which was by far one of the best I've seen. More on that to come. So I really hope you guys enjoyed my little two cents on that. Tying into the year in review for concerts for 2015. Next week's episode will be moving on to the year 2016. And I think I have... Ooh, I have six shows for that one. Jeez. I'm really running up to about an hour almost on all these. But 2016, yet another really great year for shows. And I was really fortunate enough to have gone to them. Looking at the list, I'm going to preview the bands that I'm going to be talking about. So jumping off with Megadeth and ACDC, followed by Boston then Guns N' Roses, the Houston Open Air Festival, which was a, a complete disaster <laughs> that I'm going to talk about. I think that's going to be the bulk of the episode. That festival was a, my God, but I still went to it. I mean, it was still, it was almost like, let's put it this way. I think I went to that show basically for free because I bought the tickets and then they issued refunds literally day of and like days after and I got my money back. <laughs> so I got a free show out of that. And we and I ended the year with Black Sabbath. So just a little preview of what's to come for next week's episode. And if you've been, enjoyed listening to my ramblings and ravings to all this and this is going to be the focus for the next couple weeks just music related for now till things get I mean they're getting back to some type of normal but I'm going to start seeing more people and being able to record more of these episodes in the coming weeks so if you want to check out previous episodes make sure to hit up the Hangout Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and follow me on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H. And follow me on Twitch, Juan underscore A underscore Hernandez 91. We've been grinding out some really good gameplay every time. And I throw it up on my social media too whenever I'm streaming live. So if you're an avid gamer and that's something else you want to check out. By any means, go ahead and check it out because I do incorporate that into this show as well. So thank you guys again for tuning in to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. I'll see you next week.